Hi friend and welcome to Temple Care. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. And today we are getting into the topic of exercise and specifically inviting God into our exercise and what does that look like and how can we um, make him more of a part of that of that part of our lives. So um little bit of my history. I've always been somebody that kind of is weird and enjoys exercise. Um, I just, I, t I generally don't feel like myself if I can't get some type of exercise in. Um, and that probably stems from my background in competitive running. Um, I was a high school varsity cross country runner and track runner. And then I went on to run on scholarship in college for a few years and after college I started to get into half marathons and kind of became my own coach during that time and made training plans. Um, competitive running really taught me a bunch of things. It taught me self-discipline, it taught me how to overcome hardship and uh, it taught me how to be tough and set aside pain and just keep going, keep running up that hill if it needs to be run up. Um, it taught me a lot about leadership and teamwork and just a lot of really valuable things. And overall, it was a wonderful experience. Um, but I also kind of realized that throughout those years of competitive running, I learned um, to, like I said, keep going, push through the pain, um, and not necessarily listen to your body because you are you know, you're competitive and you, you want to um, do your best for your team and you want to race well and you kind of set aside whatever pain you're feeling in the moment during your race. Um, but then I had my two babies <laughs> and I had them within two years and I told myself, hey, I can still run. I can keep doing this um, and continued to run after having my second baby. Uh, but there was a problem. <laughs> I had just kind of completely forgotten how to listen to my own body and what my needs were. Um, I think as moms, we can be very aware of what our kids need. We can be aware of what our husband needs. Um, but personally, I had no clue what I needed in this season of life. And I continued on what was autopilot for me. And I kept uh, doing my 40-minute you know, daily runs every day, and this eventually led me to total burnout, and I paid for it in years to come. But I want to encourage you today with what I learned through all that, and um, I don't want you to learn it the hard way <laughs> like I had to. Um, so I think you know, one thing that came to mind when I was thinking about all this is that we have this picture, a lot of us have this picture in our head of what our perfect exercise routine should look like. And maybe this picture came from what we could do when we were in what we consider like the best shape of our lives. Or maybe it comes from, you know, someone we follow on social media or, or maybe a friend who's really fit and we think, oh, I wish I could do it, like do work out like her. Or maybe it's just like an image you have in your head of if I lost those 10 or 20 pounds, surely that version of me would be able to exercise like that. Um, and the problem with this picture is that it really begins to cast a shadow of guilt and shame over us. And we can unfortunately live in this shadow for most of our lives if we're not careful. Um, so what I began to learn in those years after having my two babies 
was the idea that exercise could be something that was totally new to me, that I had never experienced it before in that way. Exercise could be restorative. It could be gentle. It could be my time alone with the Lord. Uh, it could get me outside, and it could simply just get my blood flowing that day, and that was enough. So I think it's time to erase that picture in your head. You know, stop striving for it and stop trying to be somebody that you're not because God really, he loves you just the way you are and he placed you on this earth with your family, with your specific unique life makeup for a reason. Um, and, you know, we have a lot on our plates. We have a lot going on. Our lives are busy and it's okay that exercise does not always take number one priority in our lives. But what I want to kind of talk through and think through and challenge us to do today is to invite God into our process. Um, in this, in 1 Corinthians 10.31, we are reminded, um, so whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God. So I think when he wrote that verse, when Paul wrote that verse, he's, he's talking about everything in our lives, you know, and eating or drinking or exercising. Um, so have you ever sat down with God? and actually asked him, you know, what exercise would be best for my body right now? Like, what do you expect of me, Lord? What, how can I make this, you know, a special time with you? Uh, Proverbs 2, 6 through 7 tells us, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. I'm always so comforted by this verse because so often I feel like I have no idea what I should be doing. Um, but then I remember that God has, he's like storing up this wisdom for me and that he's actively showing me that wisdom and that I can count on his wisdom. And I think for so many of us, exercise has become like a punishment. It feels like a punishment. It's like this thing that we have to do because we want to eat all the good things in life. And so we might as well go to the gym and punish ourselves the next day for it and get up and do it all over again. But the amazing thing about exercise is that God actually created it to give us more life and more energy and more well-being. It's a way to combat mental illness. It's a way to process our emotions. Um, exercise is actually a really good gift from God, and so often we don't think of it like that. So, you know, even just thinking about all these things, I thought about how much more would God, like, enjoy a long stroll with us as we admire creation around us. We're looking at all the trees and all the flowers, um, as opposed to, say, a brisk run, but our mind is hurried and it doesn't even stop to acknowledge God. Let's say we got in our, our run that day. Um, I think we need to challenge and change the narrative that we have on replay in our head. Maybe we can come to a place of exercise being a way to enjoy God and a way for Him to enjoy us. So for a period of three years, I was unable to run, and it absolutely devastated me. Um, I had iron deficiency anemia. And whenever I would try to run, it felt like my legs were screaming for me to stop. I would feel more anxious and my body would react like it was 
almost like it was allergic to exercise. And of course, trying to explain this to any doctor was absolutely ridiculous and just felt like an uphill battle. But um, slowly over those three years, I started to pay attention and I realized, hey, you know, I don't feel so great when I run. So what else should I do? Um, I started to go for walks, you know, right after dinner. I listened to worship music and it really fueled my soul. I did a Christian yoga channel that challenged you to meditate on scripture while doing really gentle stretches. I did dance parties with my kids. And, and you know, in each of these moments, I felt like I was connecting with the good part of exercise. God was meeting me in my weakness, and he was giving me joy in the process. And I wasn't forcing my body anymore into submission and not listening to any of those God-given cues that something was wrong. Um, I began doing things a little differently, and that gave me a chance to give my body the type of exercise it really craved. So I think for you, I, I, wanna, I want you to kind of think through, what is my body really craving right now? Am I Am I not listening to it? Am I, am I pushing through and not listening to the kind of movement that maybe I need right now? Have I asked God about this? Have I invited him into the process? Um, you know, I think for some of us, maybe we're overdoing it. Maybe we're doing too much exercise and we're not listening to what our body needs. But I think for others of us, maybe our body is craving more exercise and more time for that and we can ask the Lord how do I fit that into my schedule how can I make more time for this because I know that it's something that I need um, so I'm wondering for you also like what is that picture that you've had in your head what are you trying to strive for maybe what are you trying to live up to what are you forcing your body to do to possibly try and be someone else or something else um, and what can you do to replace that with a more realistic, a more grace-filled picture? How can you replace it with God's picture of you at this point? I want to end with um, this verse to encourage you. It's Psalm 37, 4. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I remember when I wasn't able to run for those three years, I would just cry out to God and I would say, God, please, please, please give me running back. You know, it was something that had brought me so much joy, but I can now look back on those years and see that he was refining me and he was showing me this really beautiful part of exercise that I had never seen before. It was that exercise could be this joyful thing that I do with him and invite him into it. So I want you, dear friend, to do the same thing today. I want you to invite him in and ask him, you know, Lord, what can I do to be closer to you in this part of my life? And what do you think my body needs right now? Um, so let me pray for you, dear friend. All right. And Lord, I just am um, so grateful that we can talk about these things and that we can come before you with humble hearts and ask you, you know, what you expect of us in this season of our lives. What can we do to be gentle with our bodies if we need to or maybe challenge ourselves a little more. Lord, show us which way to go with that and um, give us your grace as we explore this area of exercise. I pray that it would become just a pleasing aroma to you and that every part of our lives would be like that. And I just pray that you will give us that wisdom that you promise us in your word and that we can count on that and that we can feel confident 
in whatever you show us in this season of our lives. I thank you for these precious friends that are thinking about these things, and I pray that um, it will just please you, that they are devoting their hearts and giving you these topics in humility, Lord. And I just pray for the rest of their day, that you would be with them and guide them. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Well, that's it today, friends. Thank you so much for joining me. Until next time.